from around the world. This is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. It's time once again for America's favorite show, The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd. Brought to you by DrFloyd.com. In our last thirst-quenching episode of The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd, our heroes found out that that dastardly evil mastermind, Dr. Steve, had made a time jump back to the year 1937 with his sock-shaped assistant, Fidget. The two had somehow gotten themselves hired as employees at the world-famous Wall Drugstore. Fidget, this is the perfect plan. Wall Drug became famous, giving away free ice water. But now that we work here, we can put my plan into action and make a fortune. <laughs> Well, it's very simple. We just have to take these cups and... Just then, Dr. Steve was interrupted by the owner of Wall Drug himself, Ted Houston. All right, y'all sit here. Yes, sir, Mr. Houston. What did you say your name was again? Billy Bob, Mr. Houston. I'm Sally Mae's older brother. She was awfully sorry she got uh, all tied up and couldn't make her shift, but I told her I'd fill in for her. Oh, well, I appreciate that kind of spirit, boy. I'm just wondering why you had to wear her dress. Well, this is the store uniform, is it not? It is, but... Oh, never mind. Look, we're about to open and there's already a line of people outside eager to get in. You're man in the cup station, right? Yes, sir. All set. Excellent. Now, when... Wait a minute. What is that? What's what? That thing standing next to you there. I mean, me? Yes, you. Whatever you are. Oh, sir, why, that's a... Uh, that's a jackalope, of course. What? I know They thrive pretty well around these here parts. Jackalope, eh? Hmm, that gives me an idea. I wonder if I can make a big statue of a jack... Oops! Uh, the doors are opening. Get set with those cups. As a throng of thirsty tourists pours in through the front door of Wall Drug, our hero Dr. Floyd, his young protege Dr. Grant, and their faithful robot companion chips land their time and spaceship near the store. Now remember, Dr. Grant, we don't want to cause a scene. Dr. Steve has apparently secured some form of employment at Wall Drug, and we must foil his plot without letting anyone know we're from the future. I got it, Dr. Floyd. Good thing we have these period costumes. Yes, we'll just pose as a typical American family of the time, stopping by to get some ice water. I'll be the dad, Dr. Grant, you be the son, and... Yes, Chips, you have to be the mom. Because the wig and the dress will cover your more, uh, robotic-type parts. Good. Now let's go stop Dr. Steve! Our heroes enter Wild Drug amid a sea of tourists lined up to get their free ice water. They soon spy Dr. Steve at the cup station and hide behind a pickle barrel to watch what he's doing. Uh, four cups, please. Here you go, sir, four cups. They are ten cents apiece, so that'll be forty cents. But I thought the ice water was free. Oh, the ice water is free, yes, sir. But the cups are ten cents apiece. Oh, I see. Well, all right, here's forty cents. Thank you, sir. The ice water well is right over there. Uh, Fidget, put these in your coin purse. Jeepers, Dr. Floyd. You see what he's doing? I sure do, Dr. Grant. That no-good louse is charging for the cups. That was never part of Ted Eusted's vision. What are we going to do? Only one thing we can do. <laughs> what does mm mean? I didn't say mm. It was coming from this barrel. Our hero slowly lit the lid and spy a young girl bound and gagged in the barrel. Golly, Dr. Floyd, who is this? This must be the employee Dr. Steve ambushed to get that ridiculous dress he's wearing. Here, let me take the gag off. Are you okay? I'm fine, but when I get my hands on the guy who did this to me, he isn't gonna be fine. You said it, sister. Just sit tight here for a second. I've got a plan. We'll get him for sure. You got it. Dr. Grant, follow my lead. Sure thing, Dr. Floyd. Sally Mae slinks back down into the barrel as Dr. Floyd, Dr. Grant, and Chips approach the cup station. Good day, my good man. I would like to have three 
cups for myself, my wife, and my son. Why, certainly, sir. That'll be 30 cents. 30 cents? I thought this ice water was free. Uh, uh, sir, sir, calm down, please. There's no reason to get upset. Upset? You promised me free ice water. Free means free. Oh, uh, Willie, yes, sir, but the cups are 10 cents apiece. This is the most underhanded thing I've heard of. Of all the bait-and-switch techniques, this one takes the cake. Taking advantage of poor tourists. Sir, really, we can settle this problem without shouting. What exactly is going on over here, Billy Bob? Well, you see, Mr. Houston, this gentleman right here... I'll tell you what's going on over here. You're advertising free ice water, yet you're charging 10 cents a cup. Sir, you must be mistaken. We do not charge for cups. Everything about the ice water is free. The ice, the water, the cups, it's all free. But this employee just tried to charge me 10 cents for each cup. Billy Bob, is this true? Well, sir, I thought that was the kind of thing that a capitalist like yourself would want. Uh, See, we've already made over $5. Let's get something straight. I am not a capitalist. I'm trying to give people something they need, and if they buy something in addition to that, well, then that's fine. I truly believe anyone can succeed if you reach out to people in need. Now give me that money. Now, I'm terribly sorry, sir. Here are your free cups. Is there anything else I can get you? On the house, of course. Well, my son would like a pickle. Of course. Have him go pick one out. Golly, thanks, Mr. Houston. I'll get one from this barrel right here. Dr. Grant goes over and lifts the top of the barrel and out pops Sally Mae. Mr. Houston, he tied me up, stole my dress, and shoved me in this barrel. Is this true? Well, you see, that is Why isn't... would you do that to your poor sister? Oh, she's not my sister. I mean, I mean, I mean well, she is, but... Not uh... your sister. I have a feeling I'm being hoodwinked here. Oh, Sam. Just then, from behind a piano steps a huge gorilla who stomps over to Mr. Houston. Sam, I would like you to relieve this charlatan of Sally Mae's dress and throw him and his jackalope out into the street. All those in the store watch as Singin' Sam, the piano-playing gorilla, grabs Dr. Steve and in one swift motion removes him from Sally Mae's dress, leaving him in his underwear. Nice boxers there, Billy Bob, or should I say... Dr. Steve? Floyd, I should have known. Dr. Grant opens the door for Sam as he hurls Dr. Steve and Fidget through it at full speed. After landing, Dr. Steve and Fidget hightail it back to their time and spaceship. I'm terribly sorry for all the trouble, sir. Don't mention it. You've got a great place here, and I see a big future in it. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, someday I'd like to expand it a bit. I've always wanted a big backyard. Someday, Mr. Husted. Someday. Come on, Dr. Grant. Er, I mean, son. Let's get back on the road. Sure thing, Dad. Come on, Mom. Can I borrow the car Friday night, Dad? No, get on the ship. Can I borrow $10? No, get on the ship. Our heroes return to their ship and blast back off into the time and space stream. Has Dr. Steve learned his lesson? Will Dr. Floyd have to continue chasing him throughout time? And just what did Chips think about having to wear a wig? Find out next week on the Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd. Dr. Floyd, Tim and I are back from our honeymoon. Oh, thank heavens. What did you do with all the drinking glasses before you left? They're in the dishwasher. I wanted the crew to have clean glasses while we were gone. Oh, sheesh. This episode of the Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd is brought to you by ActionFigureRacks.com. What do you collect? Hip!